Good morrow to you all. You have fallen on bad times. Brought to you by the Royal Holloway Shakespeare Society. You join me, Theo Dudridge. And me, Subhan Hay, as we bear some bardy truths. Hey guys, uh, welcome back to another episode of Bard Times. I'm Subhan Hay, your host, and today I'm here with our charities officer, Kate Sawyer Bedolf. Hello, Kate. Hello. How are you doing? Uh, I'm stressed and tired as every third year is at this university, or any university to be fair. I'm just really, really tired. Yeah. Damn, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up. Um, yes, we are feeling all that, that we, are, we are feeling the festive spirit of this time of year when it comes to universities, uh, which is being drowned in work. Um, but other than that, um, so as our charities officer, which charities have we been supporting this year? Um, so we voted as a committee to support the RSC, the Royal Shakespeare Company, but um, next time I'd like to shake it up and support um, another charity. Um, that is, I don't know, um, I haven't decided, but I'd like to change charities just because it'd just be nice to support numerous different charities throughout the year. Um, yeah. Oh, brilliant. Um, and what have you got planned right now for RSC? Any fundraisers? Um, so we did on Wednesday, the 24th of mm-hmm. November, 2020. One. One? Oh, yeah. God. 2021. Um, we did a RSC pub quiz, which went down really well. We did a pub quiz, an auction of promises, and a raffle, and... We raised a bit of money. Yeah. It was great. And then, um, yeah, and then, trying to think. Uh, we're also just, um, it's not for the RSC, but we're going to do some caroling at um, a care home in Englefield Green, um, which would be lovely um, to get in the Christmas spirit and just support our community around us. Mm. Um, we're doing that as a committee, uh, which would be quite nice. Um, yeah, and next term, uh, I'd like to do some more uh, inter-societal um, fundraisers like we did last year, um, but not just stick to quizzes, do more, um, so I don't know what that would be, like a fashion show or a readathon or something like that, something that's not just a, a quiz mm-hmm. as such. But the quizzes were great last year. <laughs> I don't mean anything by saying uh, not doing just quizzes, but yeah. That's been, I'm looking forward to them. Uh, so what I wanted to talk about today is the subject that I have planned for the academic discussion on this coming Monday, which is the influence that Shakespeare has on today's writers or maybe the lack thereof of an mm. influence and who he would have been influenced by. And I know that you're writing your dissertation on Shakespeare. I oh. am, as a film student. As a film student. Um, yeah. So, did you want to tell us anything about that? Yeah, so I'm writing about um, Derek Jarman um, and how he... He did an adaptation of The Tempest and I'm writing my dissertation about how his adaptation is the most faithful to the text um, out of any other adaptation. Um, 
Well, that's my argument anyway. Um, and I'll be talking. You think it's the most faithful out of? Yeah, I all do. Of them. Out cool. of all adaptations, I do think it's the most. Would faithful. you include like stage plays? Yeah. Okay. I'm talking that's about interesting. the connection between text, theatre, and film, mm. and how film, especially for the Tempest with Jarman's Tempest, is the most faithful. Mm. Um, because Jarman did it in a way where he used avant-garde film techniques and expressionism to create not just a theatrical experience, but an experience that I think... I don't know, I just think it's really faithful because Ariel is non-binary. He, uh, they, I mean, they are ghost-like. They are in another dimension. They're never, Prospero and Ariel never, never touch each other. Mm. They're always separate. And Ariel's always seen in a mirror or in a light. And it's faithful with that. And Miranda, character Miranda, she is a child inside the body of an adult. Mm. She is, she's never been able to develop and until she meets Ferdinand. And I think that's what happens in the original text. I mean, there are all these kind of nods back to the original text and how Shakespeare would have staged it at the time. He uses um, special effects, but effects you can do at home, like mirrors, mm. sound. <laughs> like, it was very much naturalistic and... I just really, I think it's faithful. I don't know about anyone else, but I think it is. So I'm just um, checking, is this the one that I watched the opening for? Or is that something else? Uh, the one where the baby's weeing. Yeah. That's Prospero's book. That's Prospero's book. That's also a, an That's also an adaptation of The Tempest. Right. So um, you think whatever... You, I think right. Jarman's Tempest is... Mm. It's just called The Tempest. Just The Tempest. Just it's okay. 1979. Right. I think that's the most faithful. Amazing. Oh, I'll most certainly check that out. Yeah. But going on to influence, um, mm. so The Tempest is the one with twins? No. no. Tempest is Prospero is, um, what should I think? Prospero is, um, what's the word? Like, sent away to an island with his mm. daughter Miranda. Right, yes, And yes. Um, takes over from the Sycorax. With the beast and all that. Yes, yeah, so you've yeah, got Ariel yeah, yeah. and Caliban. Okay, that, Caliban, there we go. All that lovely nonsense. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Okay, that is quite interesting. So, yeah, um, <laughs> that, I, I have yet to do more research on that, but I am planning to do research on how the Tempest sort of looks at colonisation. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, what, what are your thoughts that. on that? Oh, it totally does. Right. It shows colonisation... But in the worst possible way. As in worst, as in yeah, the colonization as in, like, itself. Colonization is right. bad. Right, yeah. Like of Shakespeare, I don't know if he did this intentionally, probably did, because he was a clever man. Um, he wrote about, just to start, he wrote about things that writers at the time didn't write about. So Hamlet, he talked about suicide. Yes. And suicide was illegal at that time. And the witches, that was And a... the witches. Like superstition and the occult and all these things and race and gender and sexuality. And he talked about colonialism in The Tempest. And, yeah, I mean, it's a white man, usually, Prospero, (laughs) (laughs) 
going to an island and taking over, if that's not an alleg like if that's not like a bloody kind of allegory or like just example of colonialism, I don't know what it is. Mm. And it shows and Shakespeare shows that Prospero taking over is bad, not just for the island, but for Ariel and Caliban mm. and how they kind of want to fight back against Prospero. So yeah, it is a story of colonialism. I also talk about that in my dissertation. Amazing. <laughs> it will be quite the dissertation. It will be quite the dissertation, I think. Mm. Amazing. Oh. Um, so going on from that, um, what I was talking about and what, what I'm planning to talk about in my academic discussion is influences. Mm-hmm. So firstly, I want to start off with if you have any opinions on who Shakespeare himself was influenced by. Um... Or maybe that's going too far back. I mean, he must have been influenced mm. by people to write. Mm. I personally, I don't know. Don't, mm. I'm not a Shakespeare Shakespeare historian. I just like Shakespeare. Mm. Um, but um, yeah, I mean Shakespeare, as as well as a lot of playwrights at that time, kind of copied. Oh, or yeah. reworked. I know Hamlet wasn't an, an original idea. Like Romeo and Juliet mm. was a poem before it was a play, right. you know, and um, trying to think, Othello was a poem, mm. or I think it was another play. I don't know, but he kind of copied and pasted and plagiarized these e- ideas. Oedipus Rex is a big influence for Hamlet, maybe. Yeah. The whole. Th- mother son stuff yeah well that's a word mm. yeah personally for me for hamlet i don't don't look at that i don't look at that i don't really believe hamlet fancies his mum mm. okay but sorry <laughs> i don't like, uh, i kind of it's swerve past it's just that. it's a but thing. it is a reading it is, it a, is reading a reading of, of hamlet mm. and it's a criticism of hamlet no i see that i see that yeah yeah yeah, yeah, it is because from Hamlet that Hamlet wants to, you know, have relations with his mother. Uh, I don't see it that way. Many people do. Um, but yeah, I mean, Shakespeare was also influences. I think many of his kind of peers were by um, Greek mythology and Greek kind of literature. Mm. So yeah, like Greek tragedy, maybe Greek tragedy Euripides, and the Esper. comedies and mm. stuff like that because he mentions it. <laughs> yeah, there's throughout like, his play, like in Taming, there's mentions of great Jove. And, yeah, and in Othello yeah. and in um, Hamlet and I'm trying to think and Twelfth Night. There are all these mentions to Greek writers or Greek tragedy. That I think is really interesting, and that's probably an influence to him. But yeah, Shakespeare, as much as I love him, he didn't... Some of his stories weren't original, but he wrote, rewrote them. The weird thing about Shakespeare is that he yeah. also... He, 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 sort of, he sort of makes references to his own work in his plays. Yeah, he does. Which it's is... very metafiction, which is quite funny. Mm. Because metafiction wasn't a thing... Hundreds of years after mm. Shakespeare I mean, died. Shakespeare created a lot of things like words. Yeah. <laughs> that, that sounds wrong in the sentence, but no, he he created some. Yeah, like words. swag, swagger. And Swag's a. Yeah. Swag's a, like, a Shakespearean word. Yeah, and. Um, it is. Like he created the name Imogen. Wow. 
and Miranda and mm. like stuff like that. Mm. Um, yeah, he was a great man, but also I don't think <laughs> I don't think he also created those words. I just think he was the first to document them. Right. If you know what I mean, yeah, yeah, I get he that. didn't just be like, yeah, it's a, ah, bit, it's a, bit a word. Yeah. I created a new word. No one's going to understand. There was obviously kind of a, there were either kind of different variations of the word mm. that he used and changed, or they were just used and he was the first one to document them. Mm. Shakespeare is a genius, but also he's not that much of a genius to create words. You know what I mean? Mm. He just documented them first. No, I get that. I get that. Yeah. But there are some like I think Imogen maybe like I, I think yeah, name but that it he was heard. it was a but it was like a it was supposed to be a, like a spelling mistake Imogen because the Shakespearean name was Imogen, I N N O G E N or it's only one N or whatever. Mm. Um, <laughs> but like people are like oh it's Imogen because when it came out in the oh. folios, they're like oh right Imogen right okay he created a new name, mm-hmm. but like. Right, well, let's move on to what who he influences or maybe he doesn't influence and maybe we're just latching on to him as a writer, perhaps. Mm. Um, but are there any films or books or anything that you admire that you are pretty certain has been influenced by Shakespeare? Oh, many. Um, I'm going to start with books first. One that comes to mind is Hamnet. By Maggie oh, O'Farrell. Yeah, I need to read that. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Read it. I will. Um, yeah, it's well, it's obviously. <laughs> yeah, no. <I> inspired <laughs> or by... by Shakespeare because it's about, you know. Um, well, what is it about? It's about his son. Right. Is it by like Shakespeare's actual son or? It's because mm. I don't think Hamlet had a son. Shakespeare had a son called Hamlet who yeah. died. Uh, yeah. But here's the weird thing in A level. Yeah. I we we were asked like I think like a pop quiz like who inspired Hamlet, mm. and one of the options was Shakespeare's son, and I got that wrong apparently. No, Shakespeare's son did. Yeah, it was so the name, but he I also know. based it on a lot, a lot, different a lot plays and his own experiences traveling to mm. Elsinore and stuff like that because that's a real place. Mm. I think anyway. I don't know. I've I heard somewhere that like Shakespeare didn't travel, like for example to Padua, he just heard of Padua mm-hmm. from other people who travelled. Well, yeah, and he uses a lot of stereotypes. <laughs> yeah. In his kind of writing, um. What other examples? Um. Well, film. Mm. I mean. There are so many Hollywood adaptations of Shakespeare. There's obviously... There's She's the Man, there's Ten Things I Hate About You, there's... Um, she's the Man? What's she's that? the Man, that's Twelfth Night. It's Charing Tatum uh-huh. and Amanda Bynes. Right. And it's so good. Mm. It's just, she wants to play football, but she's not allowed to because her mum wants her to be a debutante or whatever. Is that Bender like Beckham? Yeah, but like... <laughs> White, <laughs> <laughs> right? You know, okay. Um, and it's not as good as Bendit like Beckham. All right. Um, I've yet to see that. As well. <laughs> oh, man. You but know? um, I think yeah, there's a lot of adaptations and stuff. But is there anything that you've watched which isn't outwardly, you know, you know, an adaptation of something by Shakespeare, but you've watched it and gone, 
I can see that they've studied Shakespeare and made this. Mm. Is there anything that... Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Shakespeare in Love. Even though I despise the, the film. That is... I, that's the name That's Shakespeare. about Shakespeare. But he, they had to obviously... Yeah, yeah. It's inspired by his life and how right. much of a Lothario he was. Mm. It's not real, but it's also not a good film. Mm. I don't enjoy Shakespeare in Love. Um, but yeah, they obviously weren't inspired by Shakespeare to create a film about a fake love affair that he had, um, mm. if that makes sense. They right. had to obviously research about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. Like for me, the example I can give is I've, I've, I've been told, we all know how horribly Game of Thrones ended. I wasn't really mm. following the show. I've never watched Game of Thrones. I watched up to season three and gave up. And then I was like, <laughs> I'm going to get back to it. And then all the people who watched it to the end were like, it was bad. So, <laughs> yes, so I am giving up on the show, mm. but I have been recently encouraged to start the books because uh, uh, the person that told me this knows I love Shakespeare, yeah. and in their opinion, the Game of Thrones books are very Shakespearean. Yeah, I think a lot of, like, old-timey-wimey, like, books, like Outlander, which is, like, well, like Lord is of about, the Rings, like, well, it is very Shakespearean esque because there's See, like the tragedy thing. and the death, and then the way they talk. I, I've never watched Lord of the Rings or read it right. to be fair. But, he, this but is the thing, from my like, this is very interesting to me because like knowledge. my favorite film of all time is a film called Sonchiria. Check it out. Mm-hmm. It's quite hard to find, but it's it's a really good film, and I find myself describing it as Shakespearean. Mm-hmm. But if someone was to stop me and go, "Yo, what does Shakespearean mean?" You know, knowing that this film has nothing to do with Shakespeare. Yeah. How would you define Shakespearean? Like, I'm trying to get to the bottom. But, like, I know this is a weird question because I am saying it's Shakespearean and yet <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I just feel, That's like, I, I, I'll start with, like, I feel like this is a film being the, my favourite of all time. It's a film that I can watch multiple times. I must have seen it, like, ten times by now. And every time I watch mm. it, I get something new out of it because the language is so well thought out yeah the ideas and it's sort of like a loop it just you know the ending teaches you more about the beginning and then when you watch the beginning of the game that teaches you more about the ending if that makes sense yeah yeah i get that i mean it's it's kind of a fable Mm. isn't it Mm. i mean i've also other things have come to mind like lady macbeth right with uh 2017 film with Florence pugh i need to watch that oh my god superb that's very it's set in a different era i think it's like i think it's shakespearean is it like ophelia where it's just hamlet from the also ophelia i haven't seen ophelia yeah it's just it's so good george mckay right yes sorry is so is ophelia (laughs) just hamlet from ophelia sister yeah it is so is that what lady Macbeth is no lady Macbeth is i'm trying to remember now i haven't seen it in a while it's about, it's very Shakespeare in the way that it's set, right. and like, it's about death, and blah, 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 and all this, but, um, I'm trying to think, I'm sorry, my brain's gone blank. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, Lady Macbeth is about an affair, like, this woman is married off mm. to a man, an older man, right. who is, like, a bit creepy, a bit dodgy, mm. and then she meets, like... I think it's like a farmer or something, like a worker mm. of our husband, and they have an affair, mm-hmm. and 
basically a lot of murder in I'm not gonna spoil it, but like there's fucking death and this is basically oh, the trailer. Swore. Yeah. There's death and stuff and like all that shebang. But yeah, it's very Shakespearean in the way that it's set and talked about. And also the title Lady Macbeth. Mm. Lady Macbeth is She's a femme fatale, as you'd call it. She's not, but like, if you're putting her in a box, she's a femme fatale. Yeah. And she kind of, you know, she's in control of her own actions, and Florence Pugh's character's like that a lot. Um, also, the king with Timothy Chalamet and Florence Pugh. That's, wait, That's Henry the Fifth. Florence Pugh's in the king? Is she? I'm asking. No, you. it's the Outlaw King. That's yeah. the other one. No, um, Johnny Depp's daughter's in it. Right, so the King's also influenced by Shakespeare. It's based. It's based on Henry V. Oh. Well, the life of Henry V. Right, but um, so they must have taken from. But they've taken from Shakespeare. Mm. But it's kind of. I think they tried to make it like grittier and kind of like. It's a great, it's a great film, mm. but like if you hadn't told me. It was about Henry V. I'd have just thought, you know, without like being like, oh, yeah, outrightly about Henry V, I'd been like, okay, cool. It's about any of the king. Uh, just because I'm a bit like, a bit silly. Yeah, Lily Rose Depp mm. played Catherine, right. who's Henry's uh, wife mm. at the end. Um, before, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, he dies. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's history, so... Yeah, so we know that. We know that he dies, of. So, we, we, there's a lot of films that have been influenced by Shakespeare. But, mm-hmm. like, writers and... What does Shakespeare's influence mean for, like, society as it... Because it's very, very obvious that, you know, some would say Shakespeare is just forced upon us because of the education system. It is. But why is that? Why are they choosing to do that? I think it's kind of a patriotic thing. As in... This is the gr- the greatest writer of all time. You mean Came a, from a like, British thing? Yeah, like it's a British patriotic. But they thing. do like, it in America as well. Yeah, and I know. India. But like, especially in Britain, it's kind of forced down your throat. Yeah. Like, I remember being like year eight, year <laughs> nine, and I was in like the bottom set because I'm dyslexic and all that lot, mm-hmm. and they gave us an unabridged version of the Tempest. Mm-hmm. And made us, like, write about it. And I'd never, like, seen Shakespeare up close. I knew what it was, but I'd never seen it up close. Mm -hmm. And, like, for me, I remember just, like, panicking. Like, I don't know what these words... I'm, like, I can't read well enough to understand modern English. Let alone, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Shakespearean Elizabethan language. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, it was kind of forced down our throats especially at GCSE Mm -hmm. like it was awful it was like they like very much like my English teacher she tried to make it fun but it wasn't fun Mm -hmm. and it wasn't until we saw Kenneth Branagh's Romeo and Juliet with Richard Madden and Lily James um that I was like oh I understand Shakespeare oh it can be cool oh you know, oh, Richard mean, Madden, who is a very attractive man. Mm. Oh, he can do Shakespeare. Oh, great. I'm all in for this. Mm. You know? <laughs> Obviously, the intention thing. is good, I, I, I believe, behind, like, the education yeah, system. Yeah, it is, but also at the same but time... But they don't execute it right. No, they don't. They do it's, 
boring. And I, I think because like people like Akala, a brilliant writer, he's recently uh, released a book called The Dark Lady, mm-hmm. which is influenced by the uh, sonnets that Shakespeare would write oh, to a dark uh, lady, I believe. I, I yeah, don't know it's, yeah, yeah, to his girlfriend and his yeah. boyfriend. So they I, were the one that they were what the sonnets are about. I'm really looking forward to read that. But Akala, in yeah. particular, has made a very big effort. He he launched a company called the Hip Hop Shakespeare Company. Mm. So he 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 sort of outlined, you know, rappers like Tupac, obviously Riz. They're all influenced by Shakespeare because they use iambic pentameter, um, to sort of you know in a rhythm in a heartbeat express yeah. what they're saying, um, and I just wonder so that's something that you know has influenced akala mm. and i wonder if the education system sort of did that for children rather than just hey read it like how, yeah. would, how would that pan out i think it'd be so much better i mean i didn't act mm. it was just like do you know when your teacher goes read out a scene and pretend to act yeah it? yeah yeah, yeah. You're, we, you're just reading it yeah, yeah, yeah. i didn't do that until a level you didn't even do that until a level no when we were doing othello Mm -hmm. in english literature Mm -hmm. and um (laughs) like we were at the scene where i think it's like the drunk scene in the party where cassio's reputation gets destroyed and iago's like (laughs) right yeah yeah. my plan's coming to fruition um othello gets angry we're acting at that Mm I just remember doing that. I played Cassio because they made me play Cassio because I hated the character. Mm-hmm. They like wanted to spite me, uh, not to spite me, but just make the fun out of me for doing playing Cassio. And so I play Cassio, really whiny, <laughs> and like I get in a fight, and then I just ended up lying on the table, and like Ofsted walked past. <laughs> And, like, I remember, oh, yeah, this is how Shakespeare's supposed to be done. Us pretending to be dead on a table, mm-hmm. acting out a scene. That sounds lovely. Like, it was great. And mm. my English teacher, Mrs. Cox. Yeah, so my English teacher um, was, like, a big kind of influence on me becoming a little bit obsessed with Shakespeare. I mean, she was the first person to be like, read, like, Taming of the Shrew. Oh, wow. Or Much Ado About Nothing. Because she was like, as, like, a teenager, I think all teenagers, I was very kind of rebellious and kind of, yeah, like... You were a Kate. Uh, I was, a little yeah. bit. And she went, read this! Like, you might like the character. That's brilliant. See, that's she's what like, I, Yeah. She's like, you might like the character. Yeah. And I read it, and she was like... I was like, it's all right, I guess. And oh. she was, I was like, it's all right. And she went, did you understand it, though? I went... No, because he, he, like, destroys her by the end of it. Right. And she she was like, read it closely. She doesn't. <laughs> she, she do- he doesn't destroy her if you read it closely. And that's why I, that's where I get my kind of, mm, your, your my view of Taming the Shrew right. is that she's never tamed. tamed. Mm. It's not called the shoe is tamed it's called the taming of the shoe exactly yeah. I don't think he can tame her but Amazing. in our production in your production no in our production in our production yeah um, comrade we, Kate comrade <laughs> <laughs> um, we we tame Chris Sly yes. it's kind of an opposite Sly of that the Sly oh, taming yeah. but um sure <laughs> <laughs>
that's interesting. So thank you very much, Kate, for being on this week's episode. And I hope you have a good week. Thank you. Thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of Bard Times. And in the words of the Bard himself. Our doubts are traitors and make us lose the good we oft might win by fearing to attempt it.